Alright. <laughs> I knocked something over. Hello. Welcome back to our podcast, Two Pink Clowns, starring me. And me. Well, yep. <laughs> what was that noise? My dental floss. I am sewing my point shoes and I use mm-hmm. dental floss to sew them because it is stronger than normal thread. It sounded like a monster. It's... All right, I'll make sure to do it away from the microphone. Now, nah, do it right in the microphone. We're a scary podcast now. <laughs> we're we're a um, horror podcast. Yes, this genre has changed from sort of comedy to just blunt horror now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't, I really couldn't decide what our podcast, like what category it was supposed to be in. Because I don't, just we don't fit into a category. <laughs> We're just, we just vibe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, what's our, what's our main topic of today? Well, well sewing my point shoes. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably be what the episode is called because I don't know of another vine that involves dancing that we could use. <laughs> sewing my point shoes, dance part two. There you go. So, uh, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking. We're talking about dance, but we're going to do our segments again. And we talked about a little bit about Disney fairies as a childhood obsession that we both had. So, Faith, take it away with Animation News, Disney Fairies Edition. That sounds so lame, but I guess that's what I am now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Disney fairies. Um, I guess my earliest memories of, like, Disney... Uh, fairies and stuff like that is because my mom had this thing for uh, the Peter Pan movie. Like, you know, the really old one that's like pretty racist. The oh, yeah, I was obsessed with it. Yeah, Not yeah. Because it was racist. <laughs> no, that was the only reason you actually watched it. Um, and that's not the reason my mom watched it either. <laughs> the reason was because of uh, like she was really into old authors and stuff like J.M. Barry, and just the story was so interesting as to like you know how he came to write them and how the kids were based on real kids and I can't believe the dog was based off of an actual dog like Nana could do way more than I could as a babysitter <laughs> give the kids medicine like play with them it's just like I just put them in a the room turn on the TV and then walk away yeah I've <laughs> only babysitted once and basically the mom was like they'll occupy themselves you just sit here and relax and like heat up dinner when it's time for dinner and then put them to bed at eight and I was like okay I think I've been babysat babysat once I probably more but this is just the one and only time I can remember uh I remember playing with like this little escalator dollhouse thing which was the coolest toy that I've ever witnessed and then uh I mac and cheese and we watched beauty and the beast which is my favorite movie (laughs) but yeah back to disney fairies which is what we were talking about so i had all the all the merch i had bed sheets i had uh some coloring pages a bunch of dolls and stuff and honestly i think if you look back at the old disney fairy art style it's so pretty and everyone forgets about it it's like super like what? Like for books? Yeah, like for the books and stuff. Those those are my bed sheets. The design for the books were my bed sheets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. those are nice. Yeah, those are very cute. They're very artsy. It's very cool. So, yeah, I really like liked those. And also, I come to realize looking back on like the Tinkerbell movies and stuff, no one really remembers Tinkerbell's personality. It's just the cool like aspects of it is like oh the fairies and then you look outside and then you find yourself playing with like the little dandelion puffs like this is how fairies are born then you like put one in a pile of dirt and you want to make a fairy <laughs> and it's like you know you unlike most movies where it's just like oh I really relate to this character no one relates to the Disney fairies you want to have a fairy and capture it in a little jar and just make friends with it or be a fairy but. Yeah, I really enjoyed picking dandelions as a kid, which was not good considering I had seasonal allergies in the spring. Same. Continue. 
and I'd walk around with a whole bunch of yellow dandelions in the spring and I would (laughs) have to go inside like during recess at school to like get a cold compress on my eyes because they were so swollen because I'm an idiot (laughs) no it's fine it's at least you're not me who you know didn't have friends in elementary school I remember I didn't have very many friends either yeah but like let me finish so (laughs) what happened was um uh in third grade my allergies got really bad in the spring like seasonal allergies I remember I would sneeze so much that the children would count my sneezes and no one knows this but I was actually sort of making myself sneeze at that point because like you're gonna cheer me on all right (laughs) like I learned if you twist the tissue up and away and then stick up your nose it's like a feather you can just make yourself sneeze yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's how I got attention (laughs) nice yeah it's like there's sadder things I've done but you know (laughs) um but yeah do you uh what what Disney fairy movies have you watched? I've watched, like, the original Tinkerbell and, like, the one where the girl finds Tinkerbell in her yard or whatever. And those are really the only two I remember. Yeah, that's about it for me. I never saw the one where she, like, met her sister in the Snowland. Oh, I forgot about that one. I actually really like that one. <laughs> that one, it's kind of stupid. Like, the whole premise of them just entering... Because they talked about the winter fairies in the first movie. But then in that movie, they're just like, by the way, the Winter Fairies, it's actually a huge deal for some reason. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, But after that movie, it's like her sister was, you know, no longer relevant. It's like you were in the plot for two seconds and now you're gone. (laughs) Which kind of fairy would you want to be or did you want to be when you were a kid? I think for some reason I always wanted to be like Tinkerbell. It's like, oh, a Tinker Fairy, because like I make stuff, like as I sit here making tiny plants instead of doing my calculus. <laughs> calculus. Calculus is stupid. I have the quiz tomorrow, which I've only now realized I don't know how that's possible if I'm doing Zoom school. <laughs> like our teacher just said, like, I'll stay for the quiz next week. And it's like, oh, okay. How? How are we doing a quiz? Have you never taken a quiz over Zoom school before? We, we have. I've taken. I've even taken a test, which is, by the way, I think, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A uh, child abuse. <laughs> uh, Relax. Mm, no. <laughs> think about it. It's time. Um, your internet might just, like, give up on you. It's stressful. I remember I almost, like, missed, I almost missed, like, half of my physics test because I didn't Google Forms is usually just one page, and I had to click next page for the Google Forms, and usually the next page button, that's just submit. So I'm like, oh, I'm done. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. That was fun. But, yeah. No, all teachers do it differently. Some of them just say, like, do mm-hmm. this, like, online thing before the end of the day. And then, like, others, it all really depends. School's weird. I love how we went from talking about Disney fairies to talking about calculus. What's the difference? I... <laughs> nah, like, once once I stopped believing in fairies, also I believed in Narnia. Uh, once once all that went away, it's like, you know, life's all downhill. No more magic. No more fun. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, the, yeah. until, until you become an adult and you actually get to have, like, you know, do whatever you want then then I think life becomes fun but when you're in that like in between stage of like you know your imagination's running low and also your parents tell you what to do and when you have to do it all the time it's like this is no fun yeah I agree I've been there yeah so to any potentially younger people than us listening to this it gets better don't you worry I think I say it gets worse I'm like heck yeah No, I'm encouraging them. Nah, don't encourage them. Hey. <laughs> it's like, tell them how it's really, like, it's dark and gloomy. Oh, God. <laughs> to quote Joe Biden, it's going to be a long, cold, desolate winter. You <laughs> just talking about how the pandemic's not going to get any better. But this channel isn't for politics, because we don't, we don't do that. We don't do that here. No. 
I always look at Joe Biden and just like, that's an old man. I feel, <laughs> who put that old man there? <laughs> it doesn't seem like anyone likes him. No one's just like, that's a strong independent president. They're either just like, he's not Trump, or, aw, his sentences aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> and that the, that's the two political parties. <laughs> yeah, so to transition out of that, before we get ourselves caught in something uh i think the disney fairy the like the category that i'd want to be would be either a flower fairy or a water fairy Hmm. or whatever like rosetta gotta love rosetta she was like emotional support for me she's that friend that hypes you up Mm -hmm. i'm trying yeah i remember her her i think I really liked how, uh, like, what was her name? The Wind Fairy something, Edda? Uh, uh, Vidya? Vidya, yeah. Uh, she was basically just Jade from Victorious as a fairy. Oh my god, she was! Yeah. Like, that's all they did. Um, well, no. They took, um, Vidya and made her a high school student at a performing arts high school for Victorious. I don't know which came first. I'm pretty sure it was Tinkerbell. Uh, yeah. That's true. Also, I feel like the animation for Tinkerbell has, like, aged fine. Like, it's sort of uh, not the best computer animation, but at the same, it's, like, passable, and it doesn't look horrendous. It looks okay for what it is. Like, an animation uh, movie, animated movie, I think, has aged pretty badly because it wasn't good to begin with is, do you know the movie Hoodwinked? Just uh, like, I've heard of it. I didn't, I didn't watch it ever. Oh, okay. That was, like, my childhood. Um, because it has this amazing plot and like way of framing its story but the problem is all of that gets overlooked because it looks so ugly <laughs> it has like yeah, i've seen the characters stuff. and i was like oh yeah yeah it's scary beyond all reason uh but the thing is the story is actually like it has like a it did twist villain before uh disney ever thought of it <sighs> and i think that's a trope disney does way too much did the Tinkerbell movies even really have a villain, come to think of it? Like, I don't Vinny's, know. I don't remember. Vinny is kind of a villain. I mean, I guess in that one movie, Captain Hook was the villain. Spoilers in case someone hasn't seen the very old animated Tinkerbell movies. Like the Pirate Fairy, Captain Hook. Oh, was- no, I saw the Pirate Fairy. Oh, my God, I love that movie. Why do you love that? I thought that one was all right. Oh, really? Well, like, I liked how they tied in Captain Hook. That was cool. I feel like they just sort of shoved him in there. Like, by the way, Captain Hook exists in this universe. Like, if you want to do something interesting, where's my boy Peter Pan? That would be interesting. <laughs> my boy. How did he find Tinkerbell? Why is Tinkerbell only hang out with Peter Pan and not all these other fairies we know? Like, did they have some falling out? Did they die because they die if people don't believe in fairies? At the end of this, we're going to have to clap a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know, that was... Actually, I do know a lot about the history of Peter Pan. In the beginning of... Uh, it, when it was like a stage play, it was one of the first... I don't know if it was the first. I Don't quote me on that. But to like break the fourth wall in uh, Peter looking at the audience when Tinkerbell whoops, dies. <laughs> and <he> says, like, <laughs> clap if you believe. And it's just like... Because think about it audience participation everyone can clap unless you brought someone who doesn't have hands sorry for them but like (laughs) that's such a good idea it's like looking at the audience just like clap if you believe and like you know your grandpa's like nope not today (laughs) (laughs) um but i think that's very cool uh but yeah i don't think i have anything else to say about tinkerbell how it's impacted me other than i did make some strange friends i'm just like do you believe in fairies and they're just like yeah of course and like you know you're not the normal people <laughs> it's like let's go like dig some holes in the dirt looking for them <laughs> in kin- in kindergarten I actually dug a very deep hole in the dirt under like a playground structure and i found some cool things besides mostly rocks i found like a spider ring like you know those things you get at halloween oh yeah i think i found a spring that's supposed to go in like a mechanical pencil yeah, I don't know. Why was I left unattended for so long? It was a deep hole. It was like it was like uh, the size of like a salad bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what's, what's our next topic here? 
I have my dream segment. I'm just going to put my point shoes down so that I can pay more attention to this. Oh, side tangent. How long does it take you so your point shoes? It took me three straight hours of not paying attention in online school to finish mine. Uh, Usually it takes me two to three hours because the elastics are really difficult. I agree. Because I do crisscross elastics instead of just one band because my foot's weird. Yeah, I have to do the same thing because uh, my feet are wide. <laughs> They're like, uh, 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 what's his name? Like, have you seen that Moto Moto meme? With like, uh, it's from the Madagascar movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I got wide feet. They're not this even this wide. giant hippo is your foot. Yep. Uh, they're not even that wide. They're just wide compared to like dancers, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I actually surprisingly have narrow feet, but they're, like, big, quote-unquote, for a dancer's foot. So I end up having them more, um, like, a bigger size in my shoe, but it ends up being too wide. So I got to reel that all in with the crisscross elastics. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. And, like, I wonder if, like, uh, Albert gets annoyed because, like, half the time I'm just leaning over and, like, hiking the elastics back up my heel just to like you know re-secure my foot or my shoe on my foot uh i don't know if it actually works or if it just makes me feel better <laughs> like nope you stay on there but yeah so dream what kind of dream did you have okay so i think i alluded to this in the last episode i had a weird dream where i actually saw fictional characters from a child another childhood obsession i had Percy Jackson. So it started out, or I was in some sort of spacecraft. I'm doing this all for memory, by the way, so it might be a little bit shaky. (laughs) It's a dream already. It's not supposed to have concrete details. It does. (laughs) It's a dream. I wrote it down. Okay. I I wrote it down, but I can't access it right now because I'm in the, the page for the podcast. Ah, all right. All right, so I'm on a spacecraft and I'm like looking at Percy Jackson himself staring off longingly out the window at the Earth. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was really weird. I must be watching too many cosplay TikToks because I think that's how I got um, images for all these characters. Mm hmm. I actually saw, I don't have TikTok because I refuse. Because anyone who has TikTok has, like, I think they made a pact with the devil because they're just like, I'm always on TikTok. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not selling my soul to another app. We already have Instagram and YouTube taking up seven hours of my day. Yeah, same. Except I haven't made an Instagram yet. I might. I already uh, gave you the two pink. Actually, no, did I give you? You You did not give me the password. I'm not giving it to you over this. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Imagine it's just like, here's the password. Here's my bank account. <laughs> here's, my, here's my debit card number. Yeah, my mom won't tell me my social security number. or Like, that's a weird transition, but I need to remind myself to ask her for that today because I'm trying to apply for my FAFSA. My mom's just like, we don't need government in our business. I'm just like, yeah, but college money. <laughs> college money? College money. I've had so many different friends tell me like the same advice about college. It's so weird. Like, you know, I got my friend in Iowa and like, you know, some friends here and like they don't talk to each other at all, but they're just like, Faith, file your FAFSA. Faith, go to college. Go to college. (laughs) And it's just like, Faith, get get your life together. Get out of your house. Get out. Yep. That's me. I'm always inside. <laughs> but yes, your dream. So you're in space. You're with Percy Jackson. <laughs> that sounds so weird when someone else says it. Like, it's totally well, normal for me. Then. It's what you said. <laughs> it's totally normal for me because I just have, that's just how I have dreams. That's that's just me. Percy Jackson is just always there and we're always in space. What's so weird about oh that? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's see. So we were trying to stop this like magical being who was also in the spacecraft. She was in the corner with 
a bunch of black mist around here, her like cats casting a spell. And I was mm-hmm. with the rest of the like main character group, the Argo Two crew in that in the series. It's the second series. So which series is it? The uh, Heroes of Olympus. Oh, that's like the Roman. Guys, yeah. Right? Yeah, a little Did bit. They... Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, because I read some of the Percy Jackson series, but eventually, when there's just so many different storylines and characters, I got, excuse me, disinterested in it. Because uh, I remember I read like the Kane series, I think it was called. With, like, Kane Chronicles. Egypt. Yeah, I yeah. have those books. I want to read them because I don't know I, anything about Egypt. I have a question. So, did those Egypt people ever actually get involved with like the main cast? Like, I don't, did they ever come back? I don't know. Because I feel like they didn't, and then uh, the Lost Hero, uh, that one, those characters, like, you know, met Percy and the boys. <laughs> the boys. The boys. But, yeah, like I said, I didn't finish them because I just grew disinterested. Because, you know, it's like my, Rick Riordan, however you say his name, it's like you're writing too much. This is too many gods. Too many things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, am, I guess I mean, it's a- I guess it's better than um, having no plot. Yeah, or I guess it's better than being J.K. Rowling and being problematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We love Rick Riordan. Yeah, hashtag Rick Riordan is not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Space Percy Jackson, what's he up to? And the crew. We were trying to like talk her out of casting the spell to probably blow up the the ship, and we escaped through some sort of wormhole and ended up somewhere at a lake house. In Sounds summer. like you escaped through a plot hole. <laughs> it's a dream. I don't remember transitions. I try to reconcile it in multiple ways, but it just, I don't know. Alright, alright, continue. Uh, yeah, so the, we talked to the people living in the lake house and they were letting us stay for a little while. So, there are seven main characters in like the Argo 2 crew. And there's Nico, who is t- not technically part of that, but he's still a very prominent character in the series. He's he's the he's the gay kid. He's the gay oh, he's kid. Gay. All I remember is he was like the he wasn't dead, but he like his dad was dead. His dad was the god of the dead. Yeah, something with dead. Yeah. Death. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Um. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So I realized everyone was there except for one of the characters, Jason. And then I came to somehow this realization that I was Jason and that he wasn't there. I was literally Jason Grace interacting with all these people who were TikTok cosplayers probably that I saw one one day. Oh, but they're not the actual cast. You're saying these were TikTok cosplayers dressed up as Percy Jackson. Well, yes, and no, like I. How is that yes and no? I have established a certain image of these characters in my brain from reading the books, and the cosplay only enhances that. So, like Piper and Hazel both looked like cosplayers that I'd seen before, or fan arts. Also, Percy and Annabeth looked like their respective, uh, really popular fan art things. Mm-hmm. So that's how. I was actually able to dream of fictional characters, if anyone was curious. It's just if anyone needs to know the in-depth of how exactly they look like. If anybody cares <laughs> about my weird brain. We'll see. But I was really shook. I, I was taken aback about being Jason Grace. I'm like, I'm a man. This is weird. You tell me to be a man literally all the time. <laughs> listen, every listen. Time, every time we jump, you're just like, Faith, be a man. I'm like, and instead of knowing what you mean by that, I just start playing the song in my head. Like, you know, what, what you mean is jump high. Yeah. Yeah. The reason uh, I say that is because if you guys are not aware, male ballet dancers mostly do jumps and really fast turns and they fly through the air. And so that's kind of the effect we want when we're doing big jumps as well. So I tell Faith when we do uh, jump combinations like that, that it's time to be a man. Yep. And I just think of the Mulan song and not what, not jumping. (laughs) Not combination. 
not the combination. The combination is gone. Like, <laughs> out of my head. Yeah. But yeah, so dream, dream time. Yeah, so <laughs> I was so taken aback by it by, that I had to get some fresh air to comprehend why and how I was a man <laughs> like Jason Grace. And Leo, one of the other characters, came out to check on me and like, we changed into like summery clothes. Like they let us borrow their clothes, the people who own the house. And I wait, wait, there's a house. So I know you guys traveled to this like yes. secondary location, which according to John Mulaney, terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting so these people gave you clothes, they're definitely gonna murder you. I was thinking, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. You were uh, have you ever heard that stupid saying where it's like, you die in a dream, you die in real life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you should have been watching out. You could be dead right now. You are dead and doing this podcast for beyond. <laughs> See, I was too busy questioning my gender. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant right now. I was questioning my gender. I'm fine <laughs> otherwise. Thank you. I'm just like, all right, you've never told me that, so let's <laughs> tell everyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> no, no, no. This is you in a dream. You in real life are, are woman. You, you are a happy woman. <laughs> I'm a woman. Oh, God. I keep losing track of where I am. It's my oh, gave my me God. clothes. And I ended up in this, like, Hawaiian shirt that was mint green with flamingos Pink. on it. And if you know the series, Jason is not like that. He's not the flamboyant type that would put on a Hawaiian shirt with flamingos on it. But Leo would be the type to really make fun of it. And that's exactly what he did. He, I don't know, he might have pointed out, like, that's, it's like, he was like, it's a good look on you or like making fun of me because he wouldn't think that I'd choose that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Leo was Chris Rock. I don't know if I saw, like, SNL where he hosted recently, and then he just, boom, he's Leo Valdez. I don't know. All right. You keep throwing a lot at me here. Yeah. It's like, hey, I should be taking notes. It's just like, you know, you were a man, and by the way, Leo is Chris Rock. It's just like, all right, hopefully there's no test on this, because what is happening? <laughs> there's no test. Yeah. That's basically the rest of the dream. I just ended up outside by the lake. Leo told me my shirt was ugly. <laughs> and then I woke up. As you should. Go change your fashion choices before <laughs> you show your face again in there. I would never have worn that, though. Like, even me, as me, I would not ever have worn that. What I really want to wear, I want to get into, like, I want to have a goth phase. You know? Oh. Like, I just want try it out yeah why not which is a weird thing to say because i feel like anyone who's actually goth does not speak like that <laughs> yeah it's just they're not just like hmm, i'll sample it you know i'll try it i'll think about it yeah i don't think i ever had a emo phase in terms of fashion i mean i may have worn more red and black than i usually did but i it was pretty much the same it was just the, my music taste that changed Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, if I ever had any phases, I'm the only one who's, like, really known about them. Unless you count Gravity Falls Obsession, in which everyone knew about that. <laughs> Anyone you ask, um, that's probably how I'm going to go down is being remembered. <laughs> uh, forget me being in the yearbook for, like, you know, a uh, class couple. No, I should have just been in there for Gravity Falls Maniac. <laughs> Okay, so dance. Again, halfway so through the dance. episode, we get to the main topic. Yeah, you're sewing your point shoes. Yeah, I, I should probably start that. again. Hold up. You don't have to if it's, like, distracting you. We don't have dance again till, uh the... Or, well, I won't see you till Wednesday. Wednesday. You sometimes throw me off and just come, like, it's Tuesday. Like, stop it. <laughs> like, stick to a schedule. All right, you ready? I'm going to pull the... Um, the dental floss again. It's gonna be a monster noise. So watch it. Hooray. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, what I'm doing is much less noisy. Right now I'm making plant number 14 <laughs> out of 21. <laughs> 14? Are you serious? Are you actually serious? Yes. <sighs> if my friend is listening to this, who gave me this project, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know that whole pushing a rock up the hill Greek myth and it just keeps coming down? That's what it feels like every time I come here. It, like, it's all really cute and I do like doing it. But this just never ends. I was talking to my boyfriend about it. It's been like months and he's like, how are you not done? I'm like, I don't know. I got this in January. Wow. It's a combination of my laziness and also just there's so many things. Yeah. But the plants all look cute. Maybe I'll post this to the Instagram. Yeah. It's like look at my look at my DIY miniature house. And it's called Kathy's Flower House if you want to look at it. <laughs> oh no, I forgot. I have to wire some lights as well. Oh no. Like not only do I have to build the floor, paint the walls build 21 plants (laughs) i also have to do lighting which i guess i don't have to but i'm a perfectionist sometimes that's what we do around here we we clown around we do the most it's like take a shot every time we say clown around it's funny because we don't really say it that much (laughs) so you're not an alcoholic (laughs) it would be better like take a shot every time i do my weird laugh that's just like that that's all I do or every time I pause for dramatic effect and there's no response yeah you've done that before I'm just like what do you want me to say I don't know I thought you might have a reaction I react I might just start laughing because it's my only reaction to something (laughs) you were just like yeah my dog died the other day I'm just like ha jokes (laughs) like you said in the first episode jokes take them Yes. No, it's not as bad. I was zoning out the other day. My mom was telling me this story about some guy who, like, I I thought he was, like, following his dreams. I missed the part where he wasn't. (laughs) So I'm, like, zoning out. And my mom was talking about how he ended up working at, like, FedEx to, like, make money. And, like, you know, because that's what you do when you have a job. And I just zoned back in. Just like, well, at least he did what he really wanted to do. And my mom just looks at me and just like, no. (laughs) like who wants to work at fedex i'm like someone maybe someone does yeah maybe maybe not him given your reaction but someone uh but yeah so uh dance time yeah so we were gonna talk about rehearsals and like how you can see rehearsal like a week in the life of a dancer week in the life of a model stuff like that we can talk okay, about do- what used to be our schedule for rehearsals when we got closer to a show or like the the hierarchy of things that we would do before a show, like how it progresses, how it gets more and more time consuming and exhausting. Yeah, that's just making me sad, though, because I did the last show I did was the Nutcracker at, you know, this studio because I've been doing I did a couple nutcrackers at my old studio uh but I did like the recital every year and um yeah (laughs) and now I'm at like a studio where I'm finally actually learning something and progressing in ballet but I have like one show left and it's just such a weird feeling you know it makes me wonder how or what I'm gonna do if I try to continue ballet in college because you know won't be here (laughs) yeah but but yeah put that out there into the universe that you're leaving it's like just gotta put that out there this is our you know we got one show left gotta gotta make it good and yeah yeah so um i had normal rehearsal schedule if we were doing the nutcracker no let's talk about the spring show I, you should talk about because I actually don't know. I've never done. A I'll educate you. Nice. Um, please. What spring shows have you done, by the way? Ooh, um, I did Sleeping Beauty, twice. What? I did Coppelia. 
uh, we did a hybrid Don Quixote and Paquita, like one act Don Quixote, one act Paquita. That sounds like such a fever dream. Yeah. Like, imagine sitting through that thinking you're, like, what was the name of it? We called it Don Quixote and Paquita. Oh, okay. <laughs> imagine sitting down, not knowing the name of the show and just being like, yes, yes, Don Quixote. You, like, take a nap, you wake up for <laughs> act two, like, wait a minute. I'm sure there was some parent that did that. That'd be funny. No, no, I'm thinking, like, some grandpa, because I don't know, like, parents just down, like, ah, yes, classical ballet. I'm thinking, like, some old person who like you know probably went to the ballet in their youth yeah because <laughs> you know, that's all all old people do <laughs> and they're just like ah yes my favorite don quixote wait yeah and then we actually did a normal show of don quixote that's just uh, we did the whole thing we did three acts for some reason have you have you done all your uh shows like so, with albert because albert's been working there for 10 years a long time right. yeah um he he started out when i was first doing not the first nutcracker that i was doing but he wasn't like the full owner of the studio or the full teacher of the studio yet but once yep. once we got around to the, my first spring show that was the case yeah it's just so weird because i look at him and his lack of business skills and it's just like oh you're new to this but no he's been here for a while <laughs> and also he is terrible at this whole uh, money management thing because we've been having the issue where maybe so we shouldn't talk about people. this not no like just we need a place to do it <laughs> like is all i'm saying <laughs> and he's like to do our next show and he's just like you know, oh, it costs like thousands and thousands of dollars. And my mom's over here just like, hey, I found a high school <laughs> that doesn't do that. <laughs> and she's like, how? You've been you've been in charge for so long. Yeah, he was seriously considering having us perform in Pennsylvania. I was like, is this man serious? Yeah, he's because it's just, well, also he threw the idea out there. He's just like, what if you did it like with another studio? And it's just like, sir. How would we practice if that studio is in Pennsylvania? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going out here, like, you know, explaining all of Albert's tax returns. <laughs> I'm just saying it can be, like, a bit confusing to me. It's just, like, he's been in charge for this long, and yet there's still sometimes issues with some things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so you did Paquita, Don Quixote. And then other La Valladere we did when I was in eighth grade and it was so fun because I wanted to do a variation with the fan and Albert let me do the Keytree variation with the fan. It was so fun. I almost did a very, or not a variation, I almost did a part with the fan because uh, I was going to do Spanish for our Nutcracker this year. But then, we just, then we just didn't do one because like COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what the- It was fun to try. Yeah, and the last show I did was Giselle. That was the last spring show I did. Oh, yeah. Right. And then we were going to do Swan Lake, but it didn't happen. And now we're going to try and do Swan Lake again. Right. We're going to try again. Because that's what you do in the business. You that's show business, try. baby. It's showbiz, baby. <laughs> um, But, yeah. I don't know. Like, what are the main parts in Swan Lake? Because I kind of want to get, like, one of those. But like, I actually have no idea. It's, it's like, I'm thinking there's the swan, there's the evil swan, and there's the, the prince, and then the evil man. That's, yeah, that's basically it. Have you seen Barbie Swan Lake? Oh, absolutely. I love that movie so much. Not even for any of the plot line, just for, like, the costumes of the little, uh, animal kids in the forest that's what i honestly yeah i kind of want to do with like our whole studio because like there's so few of us (laughs) i want to get together and like watch dance movies and stuff and just call it like you know this is this is uh if i was on the swim team we call it team bonding (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like we should do dancer bonding you know because because why not why not there are eight of us (laughs) So if any of you guys from our studio are listening right now, let's make this happen. Let's, let's watch uh, Barbie Swan Lake. Barbie Swan Lake. Let's, 
Let's force Albert to watch Barbie Swan Lake and cry the whole time. <laughs> That'd be so funny. He's just like, what is this? <laughs> Why are they animals? Why are they talking? He looks at Barbie. He, or no, he looks at the unicorn in the beginning. He's just like, where's Swan? Where's the Where's swan? <laughs> yeah, he would be like, where's the swan? I don't see swan. <laughs> He'd be like, I don't see the swan. I'm out. Good day. <laughs> He's just like, where's the ballet? It's like, it comes when? <laughs> Later, when they're all dancing. They do the signet dance. I think that's when they have the dance sequences, the signets. The what? Signets, the baby swans. There's no baby swans in Barbie Swan Lake. Yeah, they use the music of the signets dance from the original ballet to have a dance sequence in the forest with all those little kids. Let's let's explain to the audience, not me, because it's not like I definitely don't know what signets means, but for our listeners, let's explain what that means. <laughs> How do you explain that dance? It's like four... I meant what the word signet means. So that, does that mean baby swan? Yes, yes. It's, is, baby swan okay. is called a signet. You say that like it should be common. Yes, knowledge. it should be. All I know, actually, no, I don't even. Do you know what a group of crows is called? A murder. Yeah, I was told that the other day. Wow. All I remember was a funny word and I forgot. I remember my chemistry teacher. She's obsessed with flamingos. So on one of the first days of class, she was like, guys, do you know what a group of flamingos is called? It's called a flamboyance. And she was all excited about that. That's all I remember. <laughs> Gotta love Zugi. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so ballet. So it's, uh, what's that dance called? It's the most probably, if, you t- if anyone knew a shred of information about the Swan Lake Ballet, it would be the like dance of the little swans. Or not, it's yes. not the same dance. It's the... Is that the one with the four? Yes, the four. And, like, and they hop long okay. and they do weird head movements. That's the It's really cool. It's really cool. It's really hard to do and there are lots of jumps in there. Yeah. I remember in my old studio, we actually, in one of our dances, because we didn't have, uh, we didn't do productions. We did recitals of like just little dances here and there. And they would never, they would be choreographed like by the instructor. They'd never be like, actual you know things <laughs> dances that exist in ballet but uh my teacher did like a little spin on the that swan dance and i remember i didn't i wasn't invited to do that part in the dance because i wasn't like the right height nor did i have like the right skill to do it yeah why is it always about height why do teachers always make it about height i was going i was in the running to be clara when i was in like fourth or fifth grade but I had hit puberty and I put on a lot of weight. So they told me they told me they chose someone else over me because I was quote unquote too tall. And I was like, no, you're just embarrassed to have me be the face of the whole company by being Clara because I'm fat. So, you know, <laughs> that's my trauma. It's like, let's all share our trauma today. Yeah, I when I went to my old studio, the first time I actually... Uh, you know to dance at a place that you know had some structure was when I turned 10 and I went to my old studio and basically I did want to do the Nutcracker didn't do my first year because I was just like new I know what was going on Um, but I walked in there it's like you know when you're younger it's like oh yes of course I want to be Claire she's the main part I walked in there it's like nah nah I am 10 (laughs) it's like Claire is like six over there I'm not uh I was also, I was kind of tall. I wasn't, whoops, I dropped my pliers, which I need for crafting. Uh, I was, I never considered myself, like, fat. I was just pudgy and didn't even out till, like, puberty hit me in the face. (laughs) It's like, I had, I I had big cheeks and, like, a weird, weird shaped torso. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) It's like before you become a woman, your body looks so weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you are shaped like a chicken nugget. (laughs) Yeah. And you're shamed for it constantly. And people think it's your fault and you need to lose weight when in reality you're just growing and you need to keep like diet and exercise 
I don't know how I would look if I hadn't done extreme ballet training for all of middle school. That's how I thinned out. Oh, let me try to think. I guess I thinned out sort of once I started doing uh, my swim team in eighth grade. Uh, But at the same time, I've never been one, at least not in my opinion. Uh, I have a lot of issues, but I've never had too many issues in my body, (laughs) which is good. it's just like I might be nervous all of the time but you know I can look in the mirror and be like that's fine <laughs> like that's not my biggest issue but yeah in eighth grade once I started doing a sport all the time I feel like that definitely changed me yeah I just physically I remember parents actually noticing that I was getting better at dance around that time and I don't know if it was just because I looked different or well it was probably likely skill level too I think what I failed to understand when I was in middle in fifth, sixth grade in that really awkward phase of my growth was Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, I'm not good because I look like this and they are so good because they look like that when they're like high schoolers with years more experience than I have. And that was probably way more of a deciding factor in how I was doing than actually how I looked and how... My, my physical makeup and if I think if if more people knew that like more young girls knew that it wouldn't be so bad but when you're comparing yourself to someone who's older than you who's maybe more skilled at something athletic than you and they've had gone they've gone through more training then maybe it's a matter they would sorry they would understand better that it's not how you look that determines your skill level but how work hard you work at something oh yeah definitely it can also you know sometimes depending on where you are depend on like how you look but that usually just means like whoever's in charge is not a good person yeah yeah that's true like you know it's not because you can try and be like oh if i work harder and like get better it's like then they'll like me no 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 no. you you work hard you do that for yourself and if they see that you know, they're not like, you know, pushing you down because you don't have skill. They, you know, they're supportive of it. Then, yeah, <laughs> then you're good. Just, just spitting some life lessons of faith and care. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, more, more dance stuff. So what's, you said we were going to talk about uh, what it's like to actually train for a show or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your experience been like? with that so in terms of spring shows i'm sorry if you can hear in the background that's my loud ass washing machine spinning that's the second swear we gotta find (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so usually in february like mid-february we'll hold an audition and it's not really an audition because albert knows how we dance already because he sees us every day in class it's just as a practice for people who he is our teacher yeah that's <laughs> it's just like when your judge is your teacher it's just like I feel like it's kind of a joke yeah it is but it's a practice he for taught us everything we know yeah except he just doesn't give corrections but sometimes he does sometimes he will like he'll be like make sure everything's in line like point your feet the thing is he doesn't give corrections too much but when he does they're like the most important thing if that makes sense like he'll say one thing and your whole world view will be changed like upside down and that's why i think he's a good yes person. absolutely agreed yeah it yeah. happens at certain points sometimes um it doesn't make sense or it doesn't make as much sense but sometimes it's like oh that's why that's what i need to change i've been doing that wrong the whole time and it feels so much better if i just engage this one muscle yeah, or he told me where to look for uh, uh, Italian fuentes, which for, that's the only thing I feel like I've gotten worse at. Really? <laughs> over t- yeah, yeah. Uh, my normal fuentes, I'm killer. I'm bomb. I'm flying. You fly. Uh, you sure do. <laughs> I sure do. I did them at like double time speed yesterday when I didn't have to. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he's just like, oh, you're doing tricks over there. I don't know if that was a compliment or, <laughs> or if that was like, because he looked. I've never seen his face so bewildered. <laughs> it's like, sir, I don't know if me doing them faster means they look better, or if now I just go, they look hor- horrendously worse, but you can't see him because I'm too fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Auditions. no, Italian questions. 
are hard. They are. Yes. Look them up. They are hard, but I actually have been getting better at them, and I'm really proud because I think they look really good. Like as a move itself, not like not saying that they look especially good on me, but I hashtag cancel Caitlin. She stole the brain cell that we collectively <laughs> share, and now she can only do Italian Fuentes. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> it's like, bro, the brain cell is for everyone. <laughs> it's our brain cell. You're hogging it. <laughs> All right, continue. Yeah. So. Basically, the audition is a class on a random Saturday in February without corrections. And yeah, it it doesn't really do much. It just prepares people for auditions for summer programs and other things like that if they want to pursue that. Mm-hmm. So then a few weeks later, the cast list comes out and then we start rehearsals. So normally I think we start with the main group dances. So as an example for the Nutcracker, it'd be like the Waltz of the Flowers or Snow, this Waltz of the Snowflakes. They're both waltzes, apparently. Which, at our studio, uh, it's kind of easy because they're the same every year. Like, the Nutcracker, it's not like a show where it's like you'd have to learn different dances and stuff. Uh, it's like, you know, you you did this last year, but the only difference is, like, you might ask, like, why are you doing it again then? Because you might have a different part. So it's like, you know, same dance, different dancers. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's basically the same choreography. Sometimes they change it up. I know when we were going to do the Nutcracker in the studio for a small performance, I was in Marzipan. That was my thing. And uh, it was much different than the normal Marzipan that we do. And I was actually really happy with that because, you know, spice it up after years and years of being here, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we'll start with the big group dances. And once those are done and we've gone through, we've run through them a couple times and we remember what to do, we'll move on to the smaller dances. So for something like Swan Lake, maybe that would be the Signets dance, the Little Swans, or it'd be the Land of Sweets in the Nutcracker or the party scene and stuff like that especially stuff that's more acting heavy happens towards the end when you're getting closer to the show. Mm-hmm. Why is that, by the way? I don't know. Like- it's stupid. Like, we we go for a party scene rehearsal on a random Saturday. Everybody's there. Like, all the kids, and all the um, high schoolers are the, are the mothers of the kids. It was so bad. We did not rehearse the leaving the stage as mothers thing enough. Because, uh, last minute decision, they decided to give us husbands. Oh, God. Remember? Did you have a husband? I did not. I I don't remember, because I didn't walk away with one. I don't know if I, I think I walked in without one, and I walked away without a friend, either. I was alone. <laughs> I, who did I walk with? I think I walked out with Avery at the end, but I got to be the mom with the crazy kid running around me as I'm walking to this party. That is... That is my life's dream. It was so good. I got to be the mom uh, who praised her kid way too much. That's the character I made for myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the, Do you remember? Yeah, that? That, that's the mom that, like, fixes up her, her kid before they actually walk into the party. I had that part, too. Yes. Also, I had to move slightly because I cannot feel uh, my entire left leg. So. Yeah, I'm getting kind of uncomfortable here, but there's stuff strewn across my, my whole window seat, so I can't really stretch my legs out right now. Let me just... Mm-hmm. And I totally messed up making a flower because all the glue was wet, but it's okay. Let me just intermission to shift my stuff around. Alright, we're going back on the floor. Alright, we got seven minutes. Right. Nope, we have six minutes. <laughs> what else we're gonna, are we going to add here? Uh, Well, I could continue with the rehearsal stuff because there's more to that. Um, maybe, I don't know if it's a month before the show or like two weeks where we start, start having dress rehearsals. I think it's, it's supposed to be a month. I think with our last Nutcracker it probably ended up being like two weeks because of uh, weather every now and then yeah because remember we only did one we did one dress rehearsal in at the stage and that was the day of so. 
Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I feel like there were complications with that. I feel like it was weather, but I can't quite remember. Yeah. Yeah, we usually usually have a couple run-throughs without costumes, and then sometimes we'll do it with costumes to practice quick changes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, dress rehearsal and run-through weeks, it'll be like every single day of the week from 4 to 8, you gotta be there. Yeah, it's like it's it sounds like a lot, but then you gotta remember normal classes for us uh go from uh right now they like, they go from six to nine. They go for three hours. Yeah. It's last year it was different. It was from five to eight, now it's six to nine. Whatever yeah. we figured. Um if he wants anybody to attend rehearsals, aka me, then he's going to have to make First of all, dedicated rehearsal times. And second, not make them from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. Because I will never go if it's 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. I need my sleep. I'm going to school. Oh, man. This is... this. I just realized uh, this plant 15 is a lie. It's not one plant. It's three. What? <laughs> oh, no. Just in my little instruction book, it's, for some of them, it, it'll just tell you. Like, oh, the same instructions, just do them multiple times. Oh. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, rehearsals, rehearsals can be tough and, like, you know, a bit stressful and a bit, like, you're all over the place. But overall, I think they're very fun. It's a good, cool experience to, like, work so hard and then, you know, actually be in a show. It's n- it's not too different from, like, being an orchestra or a band and, like, practicing these songs over and over exactly. again. Uh, getting to do them. But the difference is, at least for me in orchestra, you still have the music. Uh, with ballet, you no longer have the support of the mirror you were staring at <laughs> for weeks and weeks in your studio to help you. You just you have to memorize it. And you have to know where you are and what you're doing. <laughs> um, and you have to know that if you fail, Albert will kill you. No. <laughs> he will. He'll just be mad at you. He Honestly, I, I've watched my solo... I had last year back over and I think it's terrible but I remember he made me feel very good about because when I uh my favorite story from in my personal experience from that nutcracker was so I did my solo I had never done solo before I did it on flat terrible decision but I was nervous so I I want to do it on point because I just came to the studio it's just like me on point no I've been told I suck at point for five years I'll take the flat shoes <laughs> uh so I did that and I finished it and I you know, had to go back, do a quick change to be a mother again because it was the middle of the party scene. And at one point in between Albert, Albert was like, you know, he was jumping around doing his things. Uh, and he just looked at me and like said, like, good job under his breath. It took me a while to process it. I'm like, oh, oh, that was nice. Because, <laughs> you know, he didn't have to, but didn't, especially because I look at it. It's just like, what was that? <laughs> it's like, that was not a good job by any means. <laughs> but I just... I just thought that was nice for them. Like, at the end of the day, you know, when you've done your performance, it was good. You know, you did it. You worked so hard, and you you performed. It's a cool experience. Yeah. Uh, I really, the best part, I think, of dance for me in these past few years has been doing solo variations and just working by myself one-on-one with Albert has really helped me improve by a lot. And also just not having to depend on anybody else when you're on stage. And it's just you. You control what you're doing and that's it. You don't have to worry about where anybody else is. It's awesome, (laughs) in my opinion. So that's been great. And I really like how they offer a lot of people solos at at our studio as opposed to maybe like one person for a pas de deux, you know. Which is to explain to the crowd, partnering, partnering. Which we could talk about partnering for a while. Partnering is very fun, especially when you, uh, your teacher was a professional dancer, who's done partnering over and over again. Yeah. Well, so you know, we, he throws you up. He's not going to drop you. We could talk about that another time because we got cut off the last time we recorded and went over the sixty-minute limit. Because Faith talked. <laughs> And didn't realize that even though it says 60 minutes and continues, it doesn't let you record it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, you know, dance is fun. Shows are fun. We live in a terrible time where shows aren't really a thing. 
Uh, but we get we get through it. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Two Pink Clowns on Instagram, if I am correct. Yep, we have one post, and that's we'll get more. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out. We got to discuss what pictures we're putting up on there. Okay, so we got cut off again. Well, we are Two Pink Clowns on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye!